Hello and welcome to Sex and Violence, your weekly punk rock movie podcast where the conversation is always on exploding noses, ice cream, breasts, but covered this time, uh, shadow puppets eating people, uh, old people delighted by delivered candy by clowns, old actors that appear in comedies, love triangles, brothers. Fear. How long are we going to do with this? I don't know. We can go as long as you want, yeah, Ryan. No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Uh, who are you, sir? I name... My name... My name is Gabriel Mara. I am a comedian and a podcaster and a writer and a filmmaker and a private party bartender. And I'm one of your hosts. And with me, as always... Ryan Snyder, bartender, chef, uh, podcaster. Food truck part owner. Yeah, food truck owner. Um, yeah, and... Guy who watches movies. Yeah. Yeah. I dig it. Ryan, how are you? How's things? Good, good, man. I'm always tired, but I'm you know, like I said last week, I'm I'm looking forward to that day or two of sleep. Mm. Just straight through. I had one of those last night, but then again, I've been on medication. Oh, you lucky bastard. Yeah, no, I'm uh so I sliced off part of my finger at one of my bartending jobs the other day, and because I was taking way too much Tylenol, the professor was like, Stop taking so much Tylenol. Um, I went to the doctor who prescribed me tramadol, which uh, it's a nice low dose, but it makes me super drowsy and it gives me really intense dreams. Awesome. Anything cool? No, I never remember my dreams, right? Really? Yeah, I never remember them. Oh. Even when I'm like tripped out on like an opiates. Sad face. I know. It's a bummer. I mean, I have, I have real life dreams to cling to, so I don't have time for my real whatever dreams. So you've been bad lately because you almost killed your finger. Yeah. So that happened. Yeah. Oh, now you have the thing on it. Yeah, I have a cage. Cool. Yeah. What's the recovery time? Um, honestly, it's however long it's going to take for my nail to grow back. So weeks. Oh. Yeah. It's just really annoying. So yeah, I, I'm missing part of my fingernail and there's this big black cutoff spot. If you listen to Slow Readers, the other show, I go on a long story about how this happened. But yeah, it's going to be bad. It's going to be really annoying considering I work with my hands. Did they give you like medication before they cauterized it? to like? Oh yeah, they, they, they injected like a numbing solution into it. And then they, I have a video of the wound, Ryan. You want to see it? Yeah, hell yeah. Okay, here we go. Reaction video for Ryan of... Well, I, it's not Sorry like, for the squeamish listeners. Here we go. There's a little jet of blood like pulsing Oh, dude, out of that's it. gnarly. Yeah, dude, it was deep. That was hours later, and it was still pouring. Wow. Yeah, it's a good time. I'll put it on the Instagram. Yeah, that's woo. Yeah, it was deep. You got yourself good. I know. I was sitting there in the back office, just with my hand up, being like, "This is boring. I don't have time to bleed." Shit, I feel, I really do feel like a little bitch because I just like <laughs> I was cooking this weekend at the bookstore and I hit my guide finger with my super mm-hmm. sharp Japanese knife and just a little tag. Mm-hmm. And then you show up with this and just... Yeah. Like, oh, that's what a man looks like. I acted real hard about it too, but that's fine. Meh. Ryan, did we do a movie this week? We did a movie this week. All right. And the movie we did, the long-awaited, long-promised... The whole time. Killer Clouds from Outer Space. Trailer! Trailer. It was a night... Like any other night, then something happened. You see that? Something different. It's not a shooting star. Why here? Why now? Why 
from outer space. It's crazy. Great trailer. Ryan. Great trailer. A, a top-notch trailer. So, so let's uh I'm I'm going to give you the honors okay. of breaking it down. Tell me what this movie's about and then we'll get into a little bit of discussion okay. about it. So for those of you who don't know and did not gurn enough from the trailer, Killer Clowns from Outer Space is about a small town. Where is where is Thickless? Does they say the name of the town? I don't really recall. Mm. It's a small town, small American town, where a couple of um, young folks who are on Makeout Hill, top of the world, they call it. Top of the world. Um, discover a meteor land, and it turns out to be a clown tent of sorts. So, killer clowns who come from outer space start wreaking havoc on the small town, affecting a young couple, uh, the girl's ex-boyfriend, the hard-nosed, uh, skeptical, angry, like, chief of police in the town, or whatever the hell Mooney is. Yes. Along with other random folks, including Christopher Titus. Yeah, randomly. Yes, and it's all about how they try to survive and escape and fight the killer clowns, also primarily featuring yet another series of ice cream men who fight the supernatural threat. Yes, I want a mashup movie. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a versus kind I th- of thing. I think we can do this, Ryan. I, I think it's totally doable. Oh, They've been what? talking about doing a sequel to Killer Clowns for years now. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure there's a way we can factor in the uh, questionable ice cream man from Phantasm. Yeah. I think we, uh, it's, on, it's on our list. We're writing a reboot of uh, Six String Samurai. Um, we're doing uh, our League of Extraordinary Gentlemen in New York in the 80s featuring Half-Naked Cowboy yep. from uh, Cruising. And now we have our Killer Clowns remake or sequel. Sequel reboot meets Phantasm. Yeah, yeah, it's a good it's it's a good time. So yeah, we watched this movie. Um, Ryan, this was your pick. Yes. Um, so quickly give us some background information: who directed it, um, and how was it made, etc. Because you know more about this than I do. Uh, a, a, a little bit. I didn't really do too much of a deep dive on like actual like production on it, but I do know it was uh, the Chiodos brothers, who are uh, three brothers who did some uh, Edward, Stephen, and Charles. I think that's it. Oh, I opened up my phone. It's still a video of my bloody hand. Okay, let's see. Not yep. porn. Charles, Edward, and Stephen. Directed by Stephen. Yes. Um, so they did some of the like effects work on like Critters, uh, Team America, World Police. Mm-hmm. And they did the, uh, as I, I think I mentioned last week, the uh, 
little mouse diorama from uh, Dinner with Schmucks. They also apparently did the large Marge claymation in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Burning wreck. It looked like this. <laughs> Be sure and tell them large Marge sent ya. <laughs> And there's some, awesome. there's some Simpson stuff too that they mm-hmm. did, but uh, yeah, I think just guys who like playing around, and that's kind of what this movie is. Yeah, that's that's an accurate depiction of that movie. It's um, I'll just break down like my feelings on it. Like it is mm-hmm. such like late '80s schlock. Yeah, it is not a good movie by mm-hmm. any stretch of the imagination. It's just fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I have fun watching it. It's just a dumb movie I like to put on when like I'm dicking around on my computer doing sure. work and shit like that. Um, yeah, it's it's stupid. <laughs> it really is a dumb movie. Like I can't really like recommend it to like everybody mm-hmm. because most people are turned off by the idea like killer clowns from outer space and it's spelled with like the clown is spelled with a K. Like yeah. the, even the cover looks retarded. Like I I'm think not... it's it's a solid punk rock pick for us because yeah. it's strange. There's a punk rock theme song. It's silly, but it's still violent and weird and intense in parts. But it's not gratuitous in its violent no, in its depiction of violence or its treatment of women. It's all very silly. Yeah. It's silly, fun and like it doesn't even make the clown scary. No. Like not, it's not scary in like a clowns. pennywise sense. Yeah. These are just kind of like goofy pra- like 80s practical effect mm-hmm. like makeup suit clowns. Yeah, the like, stars of the movie are basically the clown costumes, which are like rubber suits with like animatronic movements on their mm-hmm. faces and everything. And also Mooney. Yeah. Who Mooney is the uh uh dean from Animal House. Mhm. In my mind, it's always the reference to it's. It's always in Futurama, the robot house. Yes. Yep. Uh, love me some Futurama. Yeah, man. Um, how'd you feel about it? Uh, Ryan, I, I, I've seen, I've known the existence of this movie since I was a little kid. I've always yeah. seen the VHS, and it always looked dumb and not really up my alley. And having watched it now, I think it fits in like that little space. So, you know, I don't really watch slashers, not I watch horror films. Yeah. But you've introduced me to so many. And it fits in that little space right now between uh between like Sleepaway Camp, which I thought was a secret gem, yes. and Return of the Living Dead, which is a ridiculous, fun, shockingly well-made punk rock horror film. It squeezes in there right around with Critters where um, I'm glad I finally saw it. If I had never seen it, I think my life would remain unchanged. Yes. Did I have a fun two hours seeing something silly and did I add another new notch to my film knowledge? I absolutely did. Um, I wasn't really sold for most of it. I finally, like I was kind of sitting there, my eyes glazed. I had a long day. And I finally sat up and realized I was enjoying the movie when the clown punches the head off the biker. Yes. Then I'm like, okay, I, okay, now the tone is locked in. These are just the Cheeto brothers fucking around and having a good time. And I'm like, okay, now I get it. This is fun. I'm enjoying this movie. Yeah, it's a three brothers who had an idea for something silly and fun, randomly got two million together, mm-hmm. and just had a really good time, I think, on set making the movie. I mean, yeah. I, you can see like the joy on actors' mm-hmm. faces that it's just a silly movie that they were probably like, yeah, this will be like my start of my career, and I'll look back on this in 20 years with fondness. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fun, it's silly, and I wouldn't even, I guess you could put it in that horror category. For me, it's more like sci-fi comedy. Yeah. 
That's accurate. It's not that it's a straightforward sci-fi movie, and it's not really a straightforward comedy, and it's or straightforward horror movie. Yeah, it's the, the, the way the clowns kill everyone is always goofy and kind of funny. How they kill people? Yeah, they like wrap shadow them in, puppets. Yeah, they wrap them in cotton candy to take Popcorn. back to their ship, and then like when they're going to eat them, they put a silly straw in it yeah. to suck out the innards of the cotton candy human ball. And there's one kind of like. Not it's not half-assed because I think they're having fun with it. Where they attempt an explanation, and it kind of climaxes in like someone saying something ridiculous. One of the Terenzi brothers, and straight man Dave being like, "Yeah, anyway, let's fucking just stop talking." Yeah, I know how to kill them. You shoot them in the nose. Like, mm-hmm. who cares why they're here? We're just yeah. we're here to save our friend, mm-hmm. not understand the inner workings of the killer clowns from yeah. outer space. It's kind of like the looper thing of like, yeah, I don't want to talk about time travel. It's stupid. Yeah. It doesn't matter. We sit here, here with straws. You guys have toothpicks and matches. Yeah. Yeah. No, this movie was fun. I enjoyed it and I see why people would enjoy it more than me. This is just kind of like, if I'd seen this maybe when I was 17, I'd be way more into it. Now I'm like, okay, this is a good diversion. I think this movie is wonderfully harmless. And it's a perfectly fine thing to put on. If I was going to like a drive-in and this is one of the movies playing, I'd be like, this is great. Yeah. It, it has that like campy feel mm-hmm. to it where it's just, it's a silly, goofy, fun movie that's not hurting anybody. Yeah, and it feels very And it's not 80s. actively bad. No, not at all. The performances are good. I mean, Looney's it's not actively good, good either. Yeah. I think there's enough actively good in it that it's not bad at all. There's nothing bad about this movie other than it's... I mean, even even the bad elements, you can call it unoriginal, you could call it too weird or stupid. It's all intentional. The Cheetos yeah. knew exactly what they were doing. This is exactly the movie they wanted to make. And shit, it works. What more do you want? Yeah, I, I think you hit it on the head. Like, if you see it at 17, mm-hmm. like, it is one of those, like, weird little movies. Yeah. Like, I think if you, like are a teenager and you you know go off to college and you break mm-hmm. this out in the dorm room for people like you could probably be like king for the weekend yeah like that was awesome that's a cool mm-hmm. re- little stupid movie i never heard of like it's, it's a good cult cred movie yeah it's it's like you said good to have uh, that notch on your belt like yeah, yeah i've seen killer clowns what do you think eh, perfectly it's fine good. It's, yeah. good. it's good it's a cool like punk rock kind of movie it's another good humbling taste kind of movie that it's it's now where if you're like oh my favorite movies i really love hiroshi tashigahara's uh hiroshi Mamanomore and killer clowns from outer space and then i'm like cool you are in you are allowed yeah if someone likes this movie i'm like okay cool we're we're okay we're good people now yeah if, if you, I, I think that if someone refused to see this, like, I mean, besides me, I never had any, like, like, I didn't, I didn't not want to see. I just didn't have any interest. If someone, like, I could see my brother, who is a weird variety of both movie snob and schlock guy, but he'd look, this is stupid. I'm not going to watch it. I'd be like, you're wrong for not wanting to watch this movie. It's a good movie. Yeah. Good enough movie. I think this is one that's like completely more in my wheelhouse than it is yours. Oh, definitely. Because it's so culty mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah if i had time i'd be going to go see leave no trace today from the director of winter's bone about ben foster who is a traumatized war veteran and how he and his daughter live in the woods oh yes i've heard about this on it uh, looks film really spotting. good yeah the reviews have been great but instead you're stuck with me instead watching i'm watching killer, killer clowns, clowns from outer space which i do not regret in the slightest that's perfect yeah i think this movie this movie fits perfectly in our wheelhouse and i can say that i saw it yeah, I think it's a better punk rock pick um, mm-hmm. that we've done in a long time. Yeah, 
I think if you'd picked this for for violence, it I'd wouldn't. Been like, have, yeah, I'd be like, this wasn't very violent. This yeah, been a punk rock pick. Yeah, I think more of our, our these culty kind of mm-hmm. things have to fit within this genre that we've given yeah. ourselves i think our, our punk rock is often just what's an unabashed like for you not even like the palate cleanser sense like what's a silly fun odd movie you can't just pull that for anybody yeah um and that's uh, that's what the punk rock like what mm-hmm. what is punk rock about this that i think is like three brothers getting together making a movie and doing mm-hmm. it their way like we've talked about like how we feel about the aesthetics of punk rock or the yeah. punk rock philosophy mm-hmm. and what's more punk rock than like doing what you want to do exactly making this and fucking doing movie it yourself clowns and yeah. like unabashedly making a clown movie one of them dressed up as the guess the king clown at the end that's great yeah it's uh, it's such a dumb movie that mm-hmm. like yeah all right i, I want to ask you so when did you first see this and how did you see it um, I actually, it, I did the same thing with you. Like I had seen it on like the shelves at like, you know, Blockbuster when I was a mm-hmm. kid and never really rented it. And then I, uh, I, I had some money like a couple years ago where I was just going through my random like movie buying like bulk mm-hmm. at a time. And I think I bought it off of like Shout Factory or Amazon or something. I was like 24 or 25. Sure. And it came and I just had a random day off in the summer and I, you know, pulled the shades down, turned the lights off mm-hmm. and I watched this movie and I really dug it. I knew I was going to like it. I just, it just looked like one of the movies that I would love. Yeah. And watched it, really liked it, and then just, you know, put it away for a time like this. <laughs> Our rainy day recordings. Yeah. Like I, I tried to get uh, Michelle Monaghan to watch it. How did she like, feel about it? Uh, when I even suggested it, she was like, absolutely fucking not. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, fair enough. I, I completely understand. So we watched another movie instead, which we'll, I'll save till. The next portion of our discussion. Exciting. Exciting. Um. So Ryan, what are your final thoughts before I pull off the test for this thing? I think this is this is we were having a nice brisk chat about this. Yeah. I liked it. You like it. I don't have any like notes. There's nothing to debate no. about this movie. Not it really. It exists, and it's 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 a wonderful thing. It's it, it is a complete like it it's has like finding it a has... local soda. It's like this is good, and this local company made this soda. Great. Yeah, this is the A treat of yes. punk rock movies. For those of you not in Pennsylvania, A treat is our local soda brand. It's perfectly fine. Yeah, what's, and I like it. What's that shit the Juggalos drink? Oh, uh, Fago. Fago. Yeah. yeah, for anyone listening in the Midwest, uh, it's mm-hmm. the Fago. I wonder if there's a Killer Clowns kind of contingency within the ICP crowd. Yeah. I wonder. Well, they, don't they? They more go like black and white yeah. for their their makeups and mm-hmm. things. I never really got the whole juggalo thing. Me neither. I mean, they're they're not hurting anybody. They're... Except each other sometimes. Yeah, I mean, wh- and they hurt Tila Tequila, which is funny. They did. Yeah. What they do to Tila? They threw shit at her <laughs> during her set. Well, whatever. She's yeah, Tila yeah, fucking yeah, Tequila. Yeah, Tila Tequila. If you're gonna go to the gathering, the juggalos, and perform, and not expect someone to throw a fucking can at your face, that's on you, buddy. Yeah, I've listened to a couple. Um, uh, podcast where comedians are talking about performing at their what do they call it the gathering or the gathering of juggalos and they were like kind of nervous about it and like most of the people who who like have performed there as comedians are like they're pretty nice people like yeah no my, uh, Nathan Rabin one of my favorite writers he wrote for the AV club he's a man who coined the term manic pixie dream girl ah. he's also a hardcore fish fan so he wrote a book about what it's like traveling with juggalos and traveling with fish fans and he talks about how both of these groups these people who love these bands um, they are they all get into ICP specifically ICP because you're an outcast and it's, it's like gang mentality where if well they are registered as a gang 
Are they real? Oh, you know, the FBI yeah. has them like the list for some reason. It's about being feeling like an outsider and finding this group who's like, oh, yeah, we accept you and we like you. Put on this clown makeup. Yeah. And the, like their big thing is like saying family. They regard themselves as family. Yeah. Like, uh, that sounds harmless to me. That's it's harmless, acceptance. but just like with Fish and mm-hmm. like Grateful Dead, I don't trust anyone who is that devoted to a band. Yeah, to anything really personally. Yeah, like the especially music though. Music I'm really weird about because like I don't like ICP, so I'm just like mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't get why you're all into this. But Outcast, you're accepted. Cool, don't hurt anybody. Fish, fish I get because you're doing bu- drugs. Yeah, it's a bunch of people like want to smoke pot and listen to a fucking four hour guitar mm-hmm. solo, which is not interesting to me at all. But oh no. Again, like I have bands I like, but the level of devotion to that thing. Yeah. No, there's there's nothing. There's no one I'd follow. I'd dedicate part of my life to following. It like, just wouldn't make any sense to me. Like, does it make sense? Like you and I have tattoos dedicated to things from pop culture. Yeah. But like I would not like fight a war over the Ghostbusters. No, like, I wouldn't do that. I have it. Yeah. Like it's tattooed on my skin. I love mm-hmm. it. But like the level of devotion shown to it is, I don't know. Eh. Well, I think you and I have Tangent. a separation when it comes to art. I think that we love these things, but also we have lives. Not not to shit on people who love things just to like the degree that you devote. Yeah, if you're to a it. juggalo, cool, dude. Yeah, like man, I, hey, I just don't get it. That's you're all. You're welcome here. That's yeah. fine. I mean, you you like movies? You're not hurting anybody. You want to listen? You like ICP? Cool. Continue yeah. listening. I just don't get it. That's all. Yeah. Uh, I always thought it'd be a great idea for me that if I ever if my life went to hell or if, if it's felicit, I would get a van. And I would fill my van with kombucha jars, and I would follow fish and sell kombucha to all the fish fans and make a fortune. That's a million dollar idea. I think so. And pretend to like fish. Yeah, and I make I know how to make kombucha. It's fucking easy. You just spend money on sugar and tea bags. Cool. And distilled water. And that that's that's dude. You can just go into someone's house and use tap water. Yeah. Well, no, you you need distilled water. Oh, you need kombucha. distilled. Yeah, because you're you're having the scoby. It's bacteria. So uh-huh. anything any outside bacteria would ruin it. Really. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I never made kombucha, so it's tasty. I like kombucha. I, I, it's just tea, fermented really, tea. I don't really like it that much. Yeah. Like I've had sips of it, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. kombucha. A really good yerba. That's yeah. a good one. Yeah. Anyway, Ryan, uh, final sorry. thoughts yeah. on killer clowns final are out of space. Are, after this talk about juggalos and kombucha. Yes. Um, final thoughts. I it's it's fun. Like it's not anything that's gonna blow your mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, it might. Like I don't know. Yeah, maybe I don't, I don't, I don't know who people, you are. Obviously. Yeah, maybe maybe this is the one thing that tickles you. Yeah, but it's if you like '80s cult movies, this is one of the good ones. Yeah, I think you would. You would. I, I weirdly, I think if you like '80s films and you like horror films, horror films, you would be doing yourself a disservice by sh- turning this away because you think it's a dumb premise. It, it is knows a dumb premise. dumb premise, and it loves that it's a dumb premise, and they totally steer into it, and it's fun. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Mm-hmm. It's just a fun, breezy, ninety-minute like yeah. adventure with some goofy characters. There, are, there are far, far worse movies than this. Yeah, hundred percent. I think like there are a lot of like today there are worse movies than this. Like, like something like The Hitman's Bodyguard, which I watched a portion of then left because I just didn't care enough. This movie's yeah. better than that. Yeah, I would agree. Mm-hmm. I, this movie's well, made of passion. That's a good thing. We, we can go on this debate again about how, you know, movies made today just don't stack up because we're pretentious dicks. Yeah, or if they're just, they're just churning them out at a rate that's not important anymore. Yeah, truly. Meh. All right, so I will uh, administer the first test. Please do, sir. So, it is a, let's say, mid-September day. Okay. Nice and kind of sunny, about five o'clock. Sun's, mm-hmm. you know, just getting a little bit cooler. You walk into a bar. You see this on the TV. How do you react? 
Oh man, this I'd be like, this is the perfect opportunity for me to rewatch this movie because there's not going to be any other time I'm going to rewatch this movie probably. But I would sit down. In my mind, it's this one bar in Brooklyn that I love a lot, mm-hmm. and it's one that always plays Netflix movies as well. Beautiful backyard and seats, and the bartenders like they mind their business. So I would sit down and be like, oh fuck, killer clowns. And hopefully the place would be empty, and I'd relax. I'd sit back. I'd order my high life and shot of whiskey, and just enjoy this fucking movie. If they have a free popcorn machine, like I was just about to, do, that's what I was gonna get big on. Big old thing of popcorn, and watch this movie top to bottom. Awesome, Ryan, for you. Um, if I saw in, I'd probably be talking to the bartender for a few minutes, and because someone who puts this on has my kind of taste in mind, yeah. so I'd have to like see like, yeah, we've seen Killer Clowns. Like, mm-hmm. I have to kind of like do that like dick measuring thing, and yeah. then see if they pull out a movie I haven't seen and be like, mm-hmm. oh, cool, now you've given me another tip to yes. like leave with. So I think this would be an opportunity for me to find another hidden gem by talking yeah. to the person who put it on. But I'd be, pretty much be doing the same thing. I'd order whatever the cheapest lager on tap is, have a nice bowl of popcorn, sit back and just kind of inactively watch. Like, you know, yeah. oh, oh, remember this scene? Like, mm-hmm. dude, dude, check this out. Like, oh, yeah, that's a great scene. Reminds me of seeing in this. So I, it yeah. would, I think it would be a conversation starter. It would be a perfect decompression for me. Where I'm like, I, I say I'm, I'm anxiously walking around Brooklyn. Like, oh, I have time to kill. What should I do? It's like, oh, thank God. I'm just going to relax and enjoy the weather and this movie. Yeah, I can kill an hour and a half. Like in my mind, it's just like the it's door The door of the bar is open. Mm-hmm. And like there's a light, like late summer breeze yeah. coming in. And just like golden rays of sunshine hitting the mm-hmm. door. And exactly. Yeah. Life would be all right. It would be great. Yeah. And our second test, Ryan, the infamous Katie Contests, named after friend of the show, Katie Kometz. Ryan, Hi, Katie. Hi, Katie. Ryan, if there was a young cinephile who's looking to you for some recommendations, would you recommend Killer Clowns from Outer Space for this burgeoning film person? And if so, what do you recommend afterwards? And if not, what do you recommend instead? Um... This is a weird one where I have to see where this person is in their mm-hmm. level of film watching. Yes. If they're still in that like pretentious mode of like, you know, oh, like my whatever. Direct... I'm watching Bugman. Yeah, I'm watching Raging Bull this week. Like, sure. oh, okay, so come see me in like two months when you're mm-hmm. off of this track. If it's uh, somebody who's like, I've watched all the classics, like I'm ready to get into some schlock. Yeah. Tell me schlock. Like, dude, killer clowns. Mm-hmm. And to pair with it, probably ghoulies too, because nice. I just saw that that's what's in my mind is uh, the toilet. The farmer in the beginning of the movie is mm-hmm. in ghoulies too. It's like one of the main characters. And it's also a movie set at like a theme, a uh, carnival. Yeah. So a thematic link there. I dig it. Um, Honestly, for me, I'm not sure. Yeah. I think that this is a... This is I, I'm seeing this movie at the right time, I think, where I have a lot of I have art house fatigue and I have popcorn fatigue at the same time. This is a nice middle ground for me. That, yes. This is this is a breath of fresh air for me. But if, if if like if I'm talking to someone who just is like out of high school and they're just getting into movies, I might hesitate on this one. I'd be yeah. like, um, maybe watch some like some more exceptional ones first, mm-hmm. like. If you want to watch some spooky clown shit, maybe watch the new It movie. You start with that. Or maybe go... If you haven't watched your Evil Deads yet, go for that yeah. first. Like, watch Evil Dead 2 
and Army of Darkness. And if you're feeling those, then watch Killer Clowns. Then that's a good way to go. That's a fair assessment. I mean, like I before I even answered, like I was kind of struggling with that mm-hmm. if I would recommend it because it's you do have to be in the right headspace for this. Yeah, I think that watching this movie when you're either when you're young and you have no film knowledge, either you'll fall head over heels for it, or it'll t- it'll ward you away from schlocky horror like for a very long time. Yeah. I think I could see this movie like totally rubbing someone the wrong way, being like, "That's stupid. Horror movies are stupid," and not understanding what's wonderful about it, and that would be a shame. So Ladies and like, gentlemen, do not up. be a Michelle Monaghan. Yes, don't do that. That's sad. It makes my it hurts my heart. So feel it out, and honestly, if someone watches this and they're like, "Oh, that was great," can you what's what's schlockier than this? I'd be like, he, um, "Have you heard of John Waters?" And I'd give them something yeah. like, like if they want to go a little bit deeper into weird, earnest, fun, and like exploitive at the same time, I'd give them like Pecker, which is like a really mildly innocent John Waters film. Or I'd give them like Polyester if they feel like going heavier. And if they are like, I want something fucked up. It's like Pink Flamingo's time. I'll be honest with you. I'm not really that big of a John Waters fan. That's fine. You don't need to be. Yeah, it's... It's a level of cult that... Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's a weird particular kind of thing. You should see Pecker, though. Pecker's good. Okay. It's Eddie Furlong, Christina Ricci. Oh. Mm-hmm. Edward Furlong of drug addiction fame? Oh, is that what happened to him? I'm just guessing. Yeah, I'm like, Eddie Furlong of Detroit Rock City fame? Oh, yeah. What I like a, that movie. I like that movie, that too. That movie's very charming. Yeah. I like Kiss. That's uh the... Uh, I, I had a friend in college, and I stole the nickname from that movie for him, because... The lead character in that is named Jeremiah. And mm-hmm. I met this kid in uh, college named Jeremiah, so I always called him Jam. Nice. And nobody understood it. And I was like, Perfect. That's a shame. Yeah. Oh, well. All right. Um, All right Ryan, break um, time. Let's go on a break. We'll be right back. We'll talk about what you've been watching this week. Uh, maybe some trailer talk. And then uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Yeah, all right. Yeah, cool. All right. Be right back. Danny, do a thing. Hey everybody, my name is Daniel, and I want to tell you about another Top Gallant Radio show. Do you like movies? Good. I like movies too, but the show isn't about movies. Do you like books? Good, because in Slow Readers, we discuss books. Gabe, do you like reading? Hate it. I've always hated it. Every episode covers a different book, such as Animal Farm. Um, I was also making ties with another empire. Uh-oh. Um, the Sith. Because, yep, uh, basically, uh, the Emperor Palpatine was Napoleon, <laughs> Blackwater. Oh my god, this this book is so painful. Yeah. I had to put it down repeatedly just to catch my breath. Yeah, yeah, no, I know I know what that's like. And surely... Our... You were in a car that landed in Blackwater? Yeah, I dude, I know. I fucking killed a woman you like fought? this. You uh... fought? <laughs> oh, okay. Never mind. Um, Wrong side. Do you not like reading books? Well, that's also okay, because you get to hang out with two pretty cool dudes. Join me, your host Daniel. She's like a pretty intelligent kid. Cause like her reaction to that is like, you never read the giver? You work in a bookstore. And and I and I was like really close to just snapping her just going like, listen girl, I read a lot of other books, okay? <laughs> and my co-host Gabriel Mara, who co-hosts Sex and Violence. You love that guy, right? On air challenge, slow readers exclusive. Slow readers exclusive. Can Gabe fit God Girl possess? <laughs> Then you get hours and hours and hours of access to us rambling about various topics, such as politics. Gabe, what do you think about Donald Trump launching missiles? Let's hear it. No. But our one run-in with the police. I took a breath to start. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, no. Not going no, that way. We're not a political podcast. Nope. Uh, we're just we're just milk-chugging right-wingers, though. <laughs> milk-chugging. And books. Into the Water. Pledged. Feral to Arms. The Magicians. Wise Club. Ethan. From. An Object of Beauty. So go ahead, continue enjoying sex and violence. 
the hot-ass Top Gallant radio show about movies and punk rock stuff. And then when you're done with that, go ahead and button your dress shirt up to the neck, to the throat area, and then go ahead and give Slow Readers a spin. Go search iTunes and search up the name Slow Readers. Check us out. Slow Readers comes out every Monday. You can also check us out on Twitter at Top Gallant Radio. Hello and welcome back from break. Hi, Ryan. Hi, Gabriel. What's happening? Not much. Word. So, what you've been watching lately? Oh, man. So, Ryan, as I've still been wicked busy, mm-hmm. but I did have time to catch um, the latest documentary at our local art house theater, Three Identical Strangers. It's about uh, three guys. I've heard about this. Yeah, and the documentary was fucking excellent really it was it has like the story has almost like so many twists and turns as a real human interest story that kind of delves into some really like sinister shit and it's great it was it was absolutely excellent okay and beyond that i mean so see it i don't want to tell you anything about the movie but if you get a chance just see it i'm sure it'll come to netflix just watch it blind it's it was great Okay. This is another one I heard about on film spotting. Mm-hmm. It was it was excellent. This great mystery and human story, charming, fun, intense. Yeah. It's great. And the other thing I did watch was the Goon sequel, Last of the Enforcers. How'd you like it? Uh not necessary. Solid. So the same thing that your customer said. Yeah, pretty much. That uh what I didn't realize is that Wyatt Russell plays the bad guy in it. Oh, cool. Yeah. And is it same writer director? Um, Jay Baruchel directed it actually, so okay. it's less well directed, and you know it just there there like where uh, the first one was like like skillful and adroit in subverting our expectations. This one was a lot less so. Like in this one, Kim really does feel like just there for dressing. Yeah. Whereas she was a central part of the first one, where you like you love that relationship. In this one, I think it just, they just don't do it as gracefully. Hmm. It, it feels like a needless, needless rehash. But was it still enjoyable? Totally. You never need to see it. Okay. Ring just watch it. the first one again. Okay. You're actually I, I'm, better I'm, off that way. Yeah, I mean, I, I normally don't do what you tell me to do. Mm-hmm. So I'll probably... Well, this might be an area where I will listen to you. Uh-huh. Like, you don't need to watch it. Okay, Gabriel, I won't watch it. Yeah, it's fine. As opposed with Goon, like, you should really watch Goon. Okay, Gabriel, uh-huh. I'll get to it. I mean, I, I, I was just like, I think I'm just going to rewatch the first one again soon. Because, goddamn, I love that movie. Oh, dude, I, I, I just love, love that so last much. shot where he's getting off the ice with his yeah, fucking fist. fist. Oh. God, like, my, my And the music just fucking the opera. Swells. Oh, God, it's so good. It's like, what? Uh, that. Sorry to go back into this, but like that's that entire scene makes me like well up with tears. Yeah, it makes me happy to be alive. So honestly, if you didn't listen last week and see fucking goon, see goon, it's so good. It's on Netflix. You have no excuse. When we hit hundred, mm-hmm. that will probably make my. When we hit hundred, are we going to do a top ten or a top five? We should do a top five. That'll probably we'll have runners either up. way. That'll make it. Yeah. So the next fifty top five out of those fifty. Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. God, yeah. I love that movie so. Fucking much, Ryan. Anyway, that's all I've really seen this week. What about you? What you been watching lately? Um, so I've been in like heavy production mode, getting ready for my opening for the food truck. Mm-hmm. So my days are just like packed. But I get to come. I have like little breaks mm-hmm. out of the kitchen, and my breaks are like come home, have dinner with Emily, and then who? Uh, scratch that. Come home, have dinner with Michelle Monaghan. There we go. And then we watch a movie. 
Okay. So this week we actually did that. We I got like two days where hey. I actually got to hang out at home, have dinner, and watch a movie with her. Mm-hmm. So we watched Mask. Okay. Which I haven't seen in like ten or fifteen years. I don't think I've ever seen it. It's, it, it's good. Yeah, it's, I, I, it's, it's, it's a per, It's movie. a perfectly good movie. Uh, Sam Elliott, great mm-hmm. as always. Yeah, when is he but not? But I'm gonna pick the uh, the thing up over here. Rocky Dennis. So I have. This is a problem I have with a lot of movies mm-hmm. and especially about movies with people with like some sort of debilitating thing. Sure. Okay. So now you're looking at it. Mm-hmm. The, the box cover of it has Sam Elliott and Cher in the background. There's a sunset and presumably it's Rocky Dennis. He's kind of shouted out arms up in a victory stance. Mm-hmm. The bottom yes. of it mm-hmm. reads, sometimes the most unlikely people become heroes. How the fuck is he a hero? Is there he is an nothing, inspiration? It's, there's like... Hmm. <laughs> so his mom is kind of a drug addict and is like in a biker gang. Sure. And like all these biker gang dudes are like always around Rocky. And Rocky Dennis is like, he's a good person. Yeah. He's in this movie, good person. Like, and all the biker dudes love him. It's not like a like hardcore biker gang with the like you know, running drugs and kicking the shit out of people. They're just mm-hmm. like a bunch of people who like to hang out, smoke weed and drink and ride, beer. Yeah, ride motorcycles. Yeah. It's, and it's a, a very charming motorcycle gang. Mm-hmm. But he, he doesn't really do anything that makes him a hero. Like he, at the end of the movie, he goes and he's a counselor at a camp for the blind. Okay. That sounds heroic. It, it's not. <laughs> what is heroic? Like you're volunteering your time to, to like help the blind. Okay. Mm-hmm. But would <laughs> I used to, when I was a young man, Yes. I was a coach, a swim coach for uh, special needs kids. I think that's pretty heroic of you, Ryan. I, that is not a heroic <laughs> move. That That is not a hero move. Why? There is nothing heroic in that. You are doing a service to your community. Sure. And there is nothing heroic about that. Heroic would be me walking by a burning building and running in and pulling three people out that's a hero move because a hero to be a hero you there has to be stakes where you it's affecting you like okay it's not heroic to be a, a special needs coach swim coach or be a camp counselor for the blind like it's a good move i'm saying mm-hmm. i'm not saying it, there's anything negative about sure. it but it does not make you a hero I'm like I'm looking at this is the hill you want you want like you want to die on like I'm like oh okay. I will I will this is my stance sure I'm so like, that's very good if, I he mean, has yeah. a he has a physical facial deformity mm-hmm. that does not make him a hero okay he is born with it he lives with it he's a good person the kids at school make fun of him a little bit and then he just leans into it and makes fun of himself a little bit and then mm-hmm. everyone likes him sure he's a very likable charming person he mm-hmm. is not a hero. But I am going to die on this hill. I, I don't give a fuck. I think it's heroic to not be an asshole. I think that's plenty. It's no. <laughs> you know how easy it is to not be an asshole? Oh, I, I know plenty of people who fail at it every day. Truth, but it does not make you a hero to be a nice person. I suppose so. And we, we have a different bar for what is heroic. I'm sorry to go on this diatribe about... R- Ryan I'm has sorry, a very high I'm bar sorry, Rocky Dennis with his facial <laughs> deformity. Everyone thinks he's a hero because he looks... Because he was less nice. appealing to the eye and he's a nice guy and he tells his mom like I want you to stop doing drugs and then he goes to the camp of the blind and he's trying to describe colors to a blind girl mm-hmm. by using hot and cold rocks uh-huh. I kind of want to like make this a new game it's like hey Ryan I'm going to name like a movie character and I'll say hero or not a hero and we'll make a whole game out of it yeah okay um, sorry uh- let's start okay let's see uh, um, Lone Wolf from Lone Wolf and Cub Ogame Ito Hero, not a hero. Hero. 
Okay, but why? Why? Mm-hmm. Because he he goes out. He goes out he of his way. He's a demon path. He's an assassin for hire. He is an assassin for hire, and he's a killer. Okay, but he he has to save people at the cost of his own physical well being. Okay, that's that's a dangerous thing to be doing. Okay, um, here's another one. Forrest Gump, hero? Not a hero. Not a hero. He saves lives in war. Oh yeah, I forgot. About, yeah, hero, <laughs> hero. I, I was thinking about him running across the country. I'm like, no, he totally, care. he literally yeah, he, saved lives. Yeah, war hero, okay. war hero. That's war hero. I, I'm that's giving. A different that's, thing. An, that's a different thing. And a last one. Uh, Elwood. No, no, even better. Um, Johnny Castle from Dirty Dancing. Hero, not a hero. Johnny Castle from Dirty Dancing. Hero, not a hero. Hmm. I'm in the middle ground with that. Okay. Okay. I'm, you know, I'm going to say hero. Okay. Because he go. this is another thing where he... I like that like Johnny Castle is more of a hero than Rocky Dennis is. Yeah, 100%. Okay, okay. He sacrifices his... Um, his car his, window? His, no, his job. <laughs> okay, that's true. He's He sacrifices his job at this camp and his ability to come back and make money mm-hmm. so that he can like essentially have a young girl who had a shitty back alley abortion get saved that's true he did do that he's a hero okay rocky dennis not a fucking hero okay i i like this a lot i'm bringing this this is going to be an every week thing now it's going to play ryan snyder plays hero not a hero i'm totally down with this i'm 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 enjoying this rationale of yours this is is a very weird new dividing line of yours i've never known about i'm sorry no this is awesome i like this a lot okay so um, oh i got one more see anything else uh, the one what was that the other I, movie you watched? The other also, movie can I, I watched. I, mask from you? I don't think I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Take it. Nice. And you tell me if you think he's a hero. Who? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Done. Um, I finally watched uh, Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. You did say that. Okay. So I'm... Did, did, I, did I go on a tangent? Like, I'm tirade about it on this show? I might have done it on Slow Readers. It, it might have been on Slow Readers because I, I think I was just like, oh, I want to see it. And you were like, yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Or no, you didn't want to see it. I think you were like kind of... If I remember us talking about it, you were uh, this got into our you not being a Spielberg fan. Mm-hmm. No, I think I said I was gonna see it, and Daniel was angry at me for wanting to go see it because Daniel was like, "No, do not see that movie." And I'm like, "Why? I don't. It looks fun." Yeah. I, I had I walked in with a shrug, and I walked out with a kind of like shrug. Yeah. A negative shrug. Um, I'm still trying to decide whether it's brilliant or garbage. Uh huh. Um. There are a couple of heart-swelling moments mm-hmm. in that movie for me. As, as I mentioned to you, only Spielberg can tug this man's heartstrings that way. Okay. Um, and then when I brought it up to you before we started recording, as you always do, you spout off three sentences, and I'm like, uh-huh. oh, you're right. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Um, I don't like the way the movie closes because it's, mm-hmm. it's like a kind of racist class war dividing line bullshit ending yeah and also it's like they just like if we're gonna spoil this it's it's, it's already out like it ends with them having a happy little makeout session go play outside kids and i'm like Dude, what the fuck are you talking about this wasn't considered that the entire movie well and, and again I, i'm gonna i'm gonna make this about race we show okay. the white people having a happy ending but you don't show me your the other members of the high five who are oh, non-white yeah. what they got into what they got out of all this after mm-hmm. they helped you and then, like his the three things he mentioned they did as soon as like the they won mm-hmm. the high five won is just like I, I was trying to explain to M- Michelle Monaghan and it was just like the first thing we did was jerked each other off the second <laughs> thing we did was 
jerked off again together. And then the third thing we did was jerk off, but this time we used $100 bills. Yeah. Like, it's... <laughs> if it ended like that, like a Mark Millar thing, that would have been awesome. It... Oh, that... I'm yeah. not a fan of that writer. This is my face while I'm fucking you. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> that, I like that ending. That... No. I like Wanted. How do you... How? Um, how do you defend someone who in that mo- in that comic book he's like I raped an A-list celebrity mm-hmm. didn't I, feel bad about it like, it's all about how he ultimately feels bad and owns up to himself yeah he should have killed himself probably yeah yeah no I, I did not like that last act twist eh, I was young yeah um, yeah the end of this movie is what really is kind of that dividing line mm-hmm. of like I don't know if I love this or hated this yeah no by the end I was I, that, that first opening like car chase scene great yeah. Awesome. Totally, totally awesome. And then ultimately, it just doesn't it doesn't stick to its conviction at all by the end of the movie. And like it I think they said this in film spotting, where at first it does a smart thing where where Artemis is like, like, why do you you don't love me? What are you talking about? That's ridiculous. It it acknowledges like the fanboy idolization of women problem. And then it immediately does a 180 and is like, Oh yeah, I do love you after all. Waka waka make out. Yeah. No, you you did something smart, and then you undid it immediately for what fucking reason? Yeah. Like a way to way to point out. It's like, hey, that's racist, and then you make and then you host a slave plantation party. It's like, what, what the fuck are you doing? This yeah. doesn't make any sense anymore. This is. Yeah, yeah, yeah I thought I was most by the end of the movie. I, it was kind of like when I saw Valerian. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is long. And I checked out like 40 minutes ago. I don't really care anymore. Uh, Mark Rylance was great. Yeah. He's always great. Yeah. I have a couple of problems with it just because like the the winks at the audience are kind of like... When you said it, you were like, what was your line about the pop culture references that you said? That they're just there. Yeah, they're there. Like they, it's it's like I pointed out that the Iron Giant is all about nonviolence, and to use the Iron Giant as just the check it out, Iron Giant, it just kind of robs it of anything real. It's just it just references for references' sake. There was one clever, clever thing that I thought was actually useful to the plot and a really nice wink and a nod, Mm -hmm. which was um, when the. in the uh, dance club scene, mm-hmm. the weapon he uses is the Zemeckis cube. Yeah, that's pretty it, cool. And it, it makes things reverse in time. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's really clever. Shaman is just like, why? I was like, well, Zemeckis is the director of yeah, Back to the Back Future, and it's a time travel time, device yeah. that's kind of clever. It's the DeLorean already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, know, uh, the other thing that you and I both landed on from this movie that we both like was the shining scene. No, oh, the shining scene's The shining sheen. Shining oh, sheen. Shining sheen. The mm-hmm. shining scene yeah. is outstandingly well done like brilliantly well done i mean it was spielberg we shouldn't be surprised he was able to pull that off yeah but ultimately hollow um i mean i think um, my film struck review is like you know it was a great movie that didn't need to do any of this wreck it ralph like wreck it ralph has just as many if not more references but treats it with reverence and importance to the plot okay it's actually subverts rather than just it's you know it's you don't just want to. It's like Big Bang Theorying it that just because you uh, say Battle Toads doesn't make it a good joke. Yeah, that is the Battle Toads correct? You're not using them in any way that's interesting or funny. Again, one of my favorite things to watch is YouTube clips of that show without the laugh track. Love it. It's so bleak. Yeah, because it's just like, what are you, Batman? Silence. Crickets. 
crickets. Awful. Um, awful so yeah, silence. I think where I'm landing on it is like, I, I, it's either going to make my top ten favorite films of the year, or mm-hmm. I'm just going to be like, that was garbage. I just need to watch it again. Yeah. To decide where I am on that scale. I think it's ultimately, it's ultimately mostly harmless. It's it's like Earth and the Hitchhiker's Guide. It's mostly harmless. I just wish ultimately that like you know in the book, not that I've read the book, nor will I ever read the book. Um, the main character is supposed to be like fat and horrible. And, you know, and he never meets Artemis, I think, till the very end or something. Okay. But I think that ultimately making it about, and then handsome guy gets the beautiful girl who's supposed to be quote-unquote ugly. Olivia Cook's beautiful. And he just put a little mark on her face. It's like you're not saying anything about humanity, about inner beauty, or about what projecting our desires. You're not actually saying anything. You're just You're just pointing it out, and as if that that excuses your lack of depth. It doesn't. Yeah. It's like all my complaints about Deadpool, except it doesn't really function. At least Deadpool functions. I, I'm not going into that path again. Uh-huh. And um, Alma, anything else, Ryan? Um, that was pretty much it. We didn't get Midnight Movie Club this week. No, it was a shame. Um, so we didn't get any... I got out of work early, too. I was bummed. Really? Yeah, I would have been able to do it. Oh. Yeah, well. I was cleaning my food truck. Nice. At like 2 in the morning. So that that was... All right. Um, Ryan, so next week is our last palate cleanser before the 86 list, correct? Um, We might have to do something else in between (gasps) just because of me. It's going to be crazy time. Yeah, I, also, I have the Filipino Fiesta coming up as well, so I have a lot. Yeah, of- I mean, if we have to stick an MGV in, mm-hmm. we might have to. Um, but, like, I'm, I'm working all 10 days of this music festival. Sweet Christ. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's going to be tough. Yeah. We'll see what we can do about recording something quick, or maybe we can do a, maybe we can do like a, like a, another not wide victory lap thing. Just do a list episode. Yeah. We'll, we'll think about we'll, it. Something, we'll figure something, something out. Yeah. We'll figure something out. All right. Um, let me get a coin. Cool. Can you do this? Holding the microphone, dropping the hills. Don't mention that. <laughs> Editing that out. No, that's totally fine. Uh, Michelle Monaghan bought a uh, the entire first season of The Hills. Just the first season? I, I don't get why you need to rewatch reality TV. Yeah, I don't, I don't need get to, it. Yeah, it, it, was, but, it was scripted, wasn't it? It was scripted reality. Kind of like uh, My Life as Liz, which is a show I actually liked. Maybe. I don't, whatever. I like My Life as Liz. Whatever. It's harmless. She wants to sit in here and watch that contrived nonsense, yeah. then go for it. And she wants to watch that rather than watch fucking Killer Clowns from Outer Space? I, sometimes you marry someone who doesn't find the things that you think are brilliant as brilliant as. That's true. So. I don't think I don't think that um, the professor really liked roll balance as much as I do. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. We're allowed to have our differences in this taste and opinions, and that's what makes me love her. Different strokes for different folks. Exactly. So, right. for next week, mm-hmm. we have the famous coin toss. Yeah, you're not using a space dollar. Uh, I can't find. There's oh, look, there it is. Hey, I do have a space dollar. Space dollars. So. The two movies mm-hmm. that we're doing are, we'll say Heads is for um, Spectacular Now. And Tails is, is About Time. About Time. So two movies that we're re- uh, recycling from the last time we did Palette Cleanser. So Because we watched Weird Back instead. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. That was Gravity's fault. Yeah. So uh, I'm actually, yeah, I might, I'm going to need you to do that thing again. Mike, hold. We are watching Spectacular Now. All right. I love Spectacular Now. I'm excited. 
I really am because I've wanted to watch that for a while. The trailer makes it look like something I'm really into, and you, it's another movie where you're like, you're gonna love it. Yeah, it's a beautiful movie. It's just, it's serious, it's heartfelt, and it's smart. If you like Fault in Our Stars, which I know you did, love it. Um, is this is an even more subtle version of it? Okay. Yeah, and it's heartbreaking and it's fantastic. I'm so down with that. It's uh, about alcoholism. I'm ready to cry with you. Yeah, you ready to have a good man cry? It. Fuck yeah, dude. I love man dude, cry. Dude, wait till about time. You're going to weep. It's so good. Why you do this to me? Yeah. I almost, I almost openly wept next to you. Dur- I did openly weep next to you during <laughs> Sing Street. Hell yes, you did. Uh, all right, cool. It's a great movie. All right, everyone. Um, Ryan, plug. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Tango Like Cash for pictures of my cat cocktails and other random goofabouts. You can also catch me every Friday, Saturday night pretty consistently over at the bookstore Speakeasy, 336 right. Adam Street in beautiful Southside Bethlehem, 18018. Slinging Gin and Dorsen Sin, come on in. We'll talk about movies and I'll serve you a drink. You can also follow my food truck, Brogies Food Truck, B R O G I E apostrophe S. That's on Twitter as well. Uh, Is there an apostrophe? Yeah, Brogies. So, I don't, no, I don't, on the Instagram? I don't, think uh, a, I don't think there's an apostrophe. Oh, well, brogies. You know how sure. to spell it now, so go mm-hmm. find it somehow. Um, opening day, grand opening, will be at the beautiful Old Brewery Tavern. Love it. On Union Boulevard in uh, Northside Bethlehem. Opening day is going to be August 3rd, I believe it is, during Music Fest, the largest outdoor free outdoor music festival in North America. Love it. So if you are rolling around, stop by the food truck. Say yeah. hi. Maybe I'll throw you a pierogi. Totally. Maybe oh. I'll throw candy at you. That'd be awesome. Yeah, just say sex and violence or Sing Street Rules. Yeah, that's the, those two are perfectly acceptable. Mm, love it. Yeah, also, it turns out that uh, a friend of mine, Chelsea Reed, who performs sometimes at the Bookstore Speakeasy, is going to be singing at Music Fest. Oh, so cool. hopefully I'll see her perform. It's going to be a good time. Yay. Yeah. Um, listeners, please listen to the other Top Count Radio Show. It is Slow Readers, your weekly fast-paced literature podcast, where Daniel Gonzalez and I discuss books and nothing else ever only books besides that please listen to well listen to that again anyway please follow me on instagram at babymara of five a's follow this show at sex and violence pod on instagram and leave this show a review we need your reviews if you've ever listened to this show and you were kind of amused by it even if you don't like the show leave us reviews we need your reviews more than anything else please review the yeah, show five stars ryan is a dickhead or five stars. Gabriel is a gay. A uh, gay. Has to be a uh, gay. Not just Perfect. Gay. It doesn't work out otherwise. All right. Otherwise, uh, see you next week. See you next week for a good cry. Bye. Bye. This has been a Top Count Radio production. Executive produced by Daniel Reichel and Gabriel Mara. For more podcasts and content, go to topgauntradio.com 